0: Welcome to The Scam Economy with your host, Matt
1: Binder. The dominoes continue to fall as more and more retail investors' money continue to just go poof. Welcome to Scam Economy, everyone. I am your host, Matt Binder. And on today's episode, we are going to talk all about Gemini Earn, the crypto lending program run by Gemini, the big crypto exchange run by the Winklevoss twins of Facebook fame. We're going to get all into how much Gemini Earn was promising its customers, what Gemini Earn was doing with customers' money, what the company Genesis's role was, in this whole thing, and frankly, how $900 million can seemingly just disappear. There's a lot to talk about, and one of scam economy listeners' favorite guests Ed Zitron is here to walk us all through it. But before we get into that, really quick, go to patreon.com slash mattbinder to become a paying monthly subscriber and support this show. Be sure to subscribe to the YouTube channel at youtube.com slash mattbinder. Follow the show on Twitch at twitch.tv slash mattbinder and go to scam for all the links to the podcast version of this show. Now it's time to talk about Genesis, Gemini, and the Winklevi. And joining me now to walk us through all of this, he is the founder and CEO of PR and the 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 writer of the EZ Substack newsletter, Ed Zitron. Ed, welcome back to Scam Economy. I mean-
0: Thank you for having me. And Hal, of course, will be joining us today. He has decided he will be grooming me. Not that way. Um, so we're we're here to talk about a really interesting subject that hasn't driven me completely insane every week. And that's, right. of course, Genesis, Gemini, DCG,
1: and everything else. So, yeah. Yes. I will say, uh, first of all, uh, everyone loves when you come on Scam Economy. So welcome back. I love having you on as well. Um, as you wipe your hair off me and I, you know, I, I'm very excited to have you on for this one because, um, as you're going to explain, this is something that people saw happening when the stories first started to break months ago, uh, back in probably, I think when we were talking right before we started recording, you said you first started talking about it in November, 2022. Mm-hmm. But then I feel like everybody else sort of started catching on with hey, something's wrong here, right around when like the holidays were in full swing and the New Year's stuff was ramping up. So well while, yeah. while the news, you know, while the news cycle was catching up, I feel like people, including myself, weren't fully engaged and so I even had to sort of try to catch up on what's going on here with like you said, Genesis and Gemini and DCG. So you know a lot going on here so let's let's before we get into all the details, let's sort of break things down here because as I read this story, I cannot tell you how many times um, between Genesis and Gemini, I had to stop. And my eyes glazed over trying to remember, oh, wait, mm-hmm. this one's Gemini, this one's Genesis. Like, I know if I, was, if I was reading about each of them in a completely separate story from the two, this wouldn't be happening. But Genesis, Gemini, I, I, I'm bad. So it's what is— It's
0: also a very annoying situation. Yes. So I started writing about this about um, coming towards Thanksgiving last year because what happened is— So let's explain the players. There is a company called Digital Currency Group. They own several other companies. Chief of them would be Genesis Digital, which has different arms, but basically they do loans and over-the-counter. So they sell Bitcoin to you if you're in exchange. Then they also own CoinDesk, which is really funny. And yes, Genesis is the, and then they own several other companies, including something called the Grayscale Bitcoin Trust, which I am not looking forward to explaining. So I'm gonna quickly play for time there. There is also Gemini, which is a major crypto exchange run by identical boat twins, Cameron, Tyler, Winklevoss, two brothers, one name, and they are truly very tall guys and they love rowing, but also they run this exchange. Now, Genesis, which you may remember, is the loan company that DCG owns. They set up a thing with Gemini, the exchange called Gemini Earn, which offered I think it was like seven to eight percent return on your crypto now eager eager eared listeners may indeed remember how well it's gone for companies offering like eight to ten percent returns on the crypto such as BlockFi, dead, dead by the sec celsius dead voyager dead now the assets owned by fucking binance so great i mean people might see their money i think but probably not so gemini earn existed for a while in, I believe May of last year, there was the three arrows capital situation.
1: Now, Gemini, I just wanna, Gemini Earn is separate from what people probably know as, because they've probably seen the ads uh, online, because it was a pretty big uh, exchange, at least here in the U.S. Mm-hmm. Uh, Gemini, like the crypto exchange, like how you would just, you know, uh, buy and sell crypto like you would on Coinbase, trade, you know, whatever currency or cryptocurrency you have for whatever, which one you want. Gemini Earn is this program where you basically left your, let them hold on to your crypto
0: so here's some important details there so gemini is a new york they are regulated by the new york department of financial services they have a trust license or something i don't know the exact license and then there is gemini earn over here gemini earn was framed as a way to get interest on your crypto but if you scroll down and down and down you would see it was actually a loan to gemini and they loaned it to a company called genesis digital now in may june time frame three arrows capital goes belly up. Suddenly Genesis admits they lost one point two ish million dollars. Not great. Oh sorry everyone. Now at this point you mess that's think because that
1: Genesis had loaned money to three arrows to
0: three arrows capital. capital. Okay. And it's so much dumber than that, but we'll just leave that bit there for now. So okay. So at this point the boat twins, the Winklevosses, do not do what any normal person would do, which is, oh crap, you lost $1 billion. Maybe we should get the $900 million of Gemini earned money out of Genesis. No, no, no. No need to do that. And so, November so
1: timeframe. I want to really stress that this is. This, so, okay. so, Three Hours Capital starts going belly up when uh, Terra Luna starts to fail, which sort of set yes. off the whole domino effect that was you know, crypto's 2022 20, year from hell. Ragnarok. Yeah. Um, and so three hours capital goes under because of... Because uh, they once... just
0: didn't have any real money. Right. And they were using all like customer funds. To... Like They were just like being frauds. Right. Was... So this is
1: like in like May, May, I yeah. think. Like, I think that's safe to say May. I was it, was say May June, I think it was May, but I think it was
0: June, yeah. July that Genesis admitted that they whoopsie doodled billion dollars and another detail digital currency group who owns Genesis went. don't worry we'll cover this balance sheet hole with a 1.2 billion dollar or like a 1 billion dollar promissory note due in 2032 with a 1% interest rate which is like borrowing money from your dad but never actually getting sent the money more on that in a very annoying bit so November comes along, and there are there were a few fart noises coming from Genesis. People are like, I'm hearing some not great things about Genesis. Then Genesis goes, hey, no big deal, but we need $1 billion. Now, between this point, uh, over the previous few months, it went from Genesis saying, don't you worry, fellas, we haven't lost anything on FTX. Day passes. Don't you worry, fellas, we only lost $10 million on FTX. Day passes. All right, so... We may have lost $170 million in FTX. Just like no one has asked Barry Silver. It's fucking insane that no one, the Wall Street Journal did a big piece about it. And no one was like, hey, Barry, real quick. Why did that happen? That specific bit where you were like, just lying.
1: And And Barry Silver is the guy who runs- uh... Yes,
0: sorry, I forgot to mention. Barry Silver is the CEO of DCG, which owns Genesis, which owes money to Gemini. I hate this story so much. God damn. Every time yeah, I think about good. it,
1: it's good. It's just there's oh a lot God. of things and pieces, pieces and pieces. I'm trying to make sure the listeners so, but, okay, are following okay. along. And if, you know, I should say, like if you're completely, if, if you've not paid attention to anything here and you're like, wait a minute, the Winklevoss that the, those guys sound familiar. Well, if you'll recall the movie, the 2010 hit movie, social network, those are the two guys who start, started Facebook with Mark Zuckerberg. They're also real
0: guys. They're not just characters in the movie. Yes. Yes. Yes, yes. Just,
1: I'm thinking about how most people would probably know of them. and They do not
0: ins- look like Army Hammer. They look so much worse. <laughs> but they also were not cannibals. So, I mean, you take the good with the bad, right? Right, yes,
1: yes. Okay, so, they are so- real people. They did make a lot of money off Facebook. And they decided to, instead of, I don't know, if I made that much money off of something that I no longer even have any responsibility for... I feel like I would just like go off and ride in the sunset and just live my life having a grand old time with all my money. Uh, Yeah, I would would
0: be hiring my favorite chef, well, my favorite band played while I crashed my two Lamborghinis into each other.
1: Right. Uh, right.
0: And I I hire James Corden professionally to never do anything on camera ever again, paying $10 million (laughs) a year. Just fucking stop, mate. But
1: But some people are built different and they want to start crypto exchanges and (laughs) companies that give away ridiculous yields.
0: Like, any craven, greedy piece of shit, they desperately need more money. Okay, so November 16th rolls around, and Genesis, after, like, as I said previously being like, we lost no money, we lost some money, then we lost a lot of money in uh, FTX, after being dinged by Three Arrows Capital, November 16th rolls around, and they halt withdrawals. Now, there was a lot of confusion at the time, and there's actually some really terrible journalism about this being like oh they've halted withdrawals that means exchanges can't it was just no one knew what genesis did i did but only because i'm like a nasty goblin and i live in this shit. so i will tell you i heard from some smart people they lost money in genesis almost immediately and i immediately went this is bad this is so bad it slowly unfolded that 300 million was owed to an exchange i cannot remember the name of uh, they owed, it was like, oh, they owe like over a billion dollars. And they were going around to people basically saying, hey, can I get a loan for a billion dollars? Now, the reason I need a loan is very important. It's because I did not pay another loan. But can I get a loan from you so that I can deal with the fact I'm bad at paying loans? And then everyone went, no, no, I'm not I'm not going to do that. That's, that's insane. So they could not raise the money. So Genesis halted withdrawals and they started saying the classic crypto stuff of, we have a liquidity problem now just to be clear audience here liquidity problem means we do not have money that's all that means it does not mean it does not mean anything other than we do not have access to the money to pay our bills the money is not there we do not have it it does not mean anything else they say liquidity problem, so they make it sound like a business issue like oh we have a leverage problem. no you have you don't have any money so not long after that i forget exactly how long after the, the, the boat twins write an excoriating letter on, on Twitter saying, Barry Silver, you're a bad man and you've hurt people. We can't access money from Gemini, which is not our fault because of reasons we will come up with later, but you're very bad people. And then it came out that Genesis owed over $2 billion to creditors, including $900 million of Gemini Earn money. Now, there are now tons of stories talking about Gemini Earn and people saying, I just thought that I would get free money for no reason. Why is this happening to me? Because people are fucking stupid because they believe good websites. People believe when two 18-foot-tall giants tell them that they will be getting an 8% return on their crypto, and it's cool, they're probably not thinking this will just completely disappear. They might think they'll lose money, but they don't think they'll lose all their money. So...
1: It, also should be, it should also be said that, like, out of all these crypto exchanges and how shady so many of them look, Gemini was one of those ones, like Coinbase, that looked like they had all their shit together. Like, they were, like, the legit, one of the legit, quote-unquote, crypto exchanges. hmm And they were.
0: And they still kind of are. This whole program was so risky. Like, it's so, so risky what they did. And then, you know what the risk was? They could lose nine hundred million dollars, which they may very well have done. So. So at this point, and I'm skipping a few weeks here and there just because I don't remember the concept of time within this story. It's annoying. But de- December, January timeframe comes along and the Winkleby. and I should be clear each time they write a letter, they change brother. So one was Cameron, one was Tyler. It's really confusing because they're identical
1: twins anyway. Do they have so, different jobs, like different roles? Like, why would they do They're just co-CEO. I think they're just co-brothers. <laughs> they just so they basically each. are the same person, yeah. They, they- <laughs> yeah.
0: Two brothers called Cameron and Tyler. So they write this first letter basically saying, Mr. Silver, you're a bad man. I think that's the one where they put stuff like, you've lost a school teacher's money. You've lost a family's money who is saving money to cure cancer. Like, all of this bleeding heart stuff. And the important thing I really wanna be clear about is lots of people are like, yeah, go Gemini. These dickheads are the ones who lost the money too. Right. If I take your dog and I throw it in a wood chipper, are you mad at me or the wood chipper? Probably me. That is what happened here. They, your dog is the money and they are the person throwing it. This metaphor's not working, but you get my point.
1: I know what you're saying, right. And then it's like this. If you trust someone to watch your dog while you're on vacation and then they go ahead and say, yeah, I'll watch the dog under my own care. And that's the the agreement you came up with. And then you find out later that your dog died because that person actually ended up dropping them off at a a second entity, like a kennel. mm -hmm. And they killed your dog. Yeah. I mean, the kennel killed your dog. But you also were told by your buddy that he was going to watch your dog i'm a dog expert yeah so
0: <laughs> further the story barry silver responds in the classic rich guy way of being like i i uh, we, we are working towards fixing our liquidity problem we have many warm leads as far as fixing this problem which he never quite describes he never describes what the problem is and then the winklevice send the second letter and they start accusing barry silver who owns digital currency group which owns genesis And the Grayscale Trust, which I will go into shortly. And they accuse, oh my God, this sucks. They accuse Barry Silver of one of the most insane financial crimes in the world. And this is around mid-January. So now to describe what the Grayscale Bitcoin Trust is. Grayscale has several trusts. There's an Ethereum one, but the big one is the GBTC stock. You can buy into it 50 grand minimum, or you can give them one Bitcoin and one stock is meant to be worth 0.001 Bitcoin. This has not been the case for a while because there's no way to actually redeem these Bitcoin. You can't buy 1,000 of this stock and get a Bitcoin. You just get exposure to Bitcoin. It's one of the dumbest investments I've ever seen. I cannot think what would possess someone to be this stupid. But for a while, it traded at a premium, meaning that One stock was worth more than 0.001 Bitcoin. This stopped being the case mid last year. And people got very angry at Grayscale being like, hey, you need to let us do something. We bought this stock in good faith because you can't sell your your stock before six months passed. Used to be 12 months. Now it's six. Okay, now the accusation was fucking crazy. They are suggesting and there are independent reports that may back this up. That Three Arrows Capital was working with Genesis to create GBTC stock using Bitcoin. So they would give one BTC and get 1,000 GBTC. And then Three Arrows Capital, it, this part is not obvious, but it's either, what well, Three Arrows Capital pocketed the difference. Because at the time, one Bitcoin was worth X amount and there was a premium on the stock. So for a while, they used to just do this weird thing. And what did Genesis do? They took that GBTC from Three Arrows Capital, the GBTC they just created, and they used it as collateral for a loan for Bitcoin to give to Three Arrows Capital, oh my which God. they then used to create more GBTC. Now, why would they? Why would they? Why would they do that? You're the Brian Windhorst. Why would they do that? So, little fact about the Grayscale Trust. How do they make money? They take a 2% cut of all the Bitcoin every year. The Bitcoin can never leave unless Grayscale says it can. So basically they just take 2% of this amount in perpetuity without doing anything. This was working for a while cause uh, three Arrows was making money. Grayscale really wasn't making money. They were just creating more stock, taking it off the market, putting it, in the hands of Genesis, which is owned by DCG, which owns grayscale. Goddamn. And I'm not angry. I'm just, it's so annoying. But then when the, when the discount happened now, one stock is worth less than 0. 0.0001 BTC. One would think at this point they go, okay, let's stop the, stop the thing. It's not going to be worth it. Absolutely not. They kept going. And actually, this is a direct Winklevoss accusation. They basically said that Genesis was colluding with three hours capital to pump up the assets that they take 2% on grayscale of the grayscale Bitcoin trust. And it fell apart because just everyone ran out of money at some point. Just like it was the dumbest financial crime when it wasn't working, which was it. Nevertheless, at this point. Genesis was left with a bunch of collateral they could not sell. Their collateral for the loans they had given out was made up of a stock that their dad, DCG, owned that they probably didn't want to sell. I'm going to guess. I'm going to guess the management. So they had no way to pay the bills, so they're just sitting on a bunch of GBTC. Now, the hope is in the bankruptcy proceedings, because let's skip to that part, Genesis has filed for bankruptcy as of Friday but, of when this was come out. Before we move to that, let me uh, just
1: let me, just, let me just ask: When, when, when the Winklevoss, uh, whichever one is is leveling this accusation, did he explain when he figured this out or where, where, when he learned of this? So that is actually a very good
0: point. Glad you brought that up. He did not. Because I would not. Love now
1: because this is this sounds like something a bit more than just a, a real a, like a revelation he just found out. Yeah, I mean, maybe doesn't... it is. But it you would feel think...
0: like a dirty bubble style, like, no, like a Bitfinex style, like, yeah, fuck it, sure. No offense to Bitfinex, he's great. But like, this feels like, because this letter, both of these letters felt like they were read by 900 lawyers, one right. for each million they were losing. And <laughs> it very much feels like, and I'm just going to be honest, it's so obvious they knew all along. You don't come up with a theory like this that then goes through lawyers. And just because you just learned it. Oh, yeah, fuck it. Yeah, I, I just learned this very insane thing. I'm just, no, they definitely knew. And my theory is that they they were making money off of Earn2. They were probably making several percent off of $900 million. And, when, and their accusation in one of the letters as well is that Genesis misled them and claimed that promissory note, that $1.1 billion promissory note, was not a real note and it was interest in 2032 and all this. And they claim that the, the Genesis told them in their due diligence paperwork that that was considered the current asset, meaning it could be liquidated in a year. To be abundantly clear, unless it was written as just money on there, if it was written as promissory note and they didn't ask, they're fucking idiots. Or just they don't care. I really just think this comes down to they just assume it, it will work it out. Continual theme of crypto is guys being like, nah, nothing bad's ever going to happen. They just keep doing it. They're like, I'll be fine. Don't worry about it.
1: It's it's the so, butting of heads of like, you know, what they say when like you're a tech startup, like just like, you know, you know uh, uh, launch that shit and then fix bugs as we build it or whatever. And then the finance world where you're dealing people's money, you got to have your ducks in a row before you launch it. You can't really fix it as it goes along.
0: Also, there is one very funny part of which this story concludes, which is so... Genesis files for bankruptcy. But a few days before that, the SEC sued Gemini Earn and Genesis. They charged them specifically with the sale of an unregistered security. Now, it so obviously passes the Howey test. I'm not a lawyer. I know how to count-ish. But for the most part, the basics of an unregistered security would be uh, is it a, a something enter- it's an enterprise that you can invest in with a realistic expectation of profit based on the activities or the efforts of the people who own it. So in this case, by the way, the entity Gemini, the the profit would be investing it with Genesis. And then I forget the It's so annoying. This, remember, I'm sure you've seen Glass Onion, the yes. whole mm-hmm. it's not it's not it's just dumb. Like this really is it. Because they then, the Gemini brothers, they claimed that they were regulated by the New York Department of Financial Services. The SEC in their lawsuit specifically says, they don't deal with this. This isn't their job. They don't have any oversight over what you were doing. This is our job, and we're going to kill you. Well, I don't think they're going to kill them, but a lot of the the, bros are saying...
1: The New York State... uh... Uh, angle here is probably just they had the license that they received the licenses well, they, to run an exchange. Gemini
0: trust Gemini trust has a trust license That was for the cryptocurrency that they held not the cryptocurrency. They put in Genesis and then lost right right and it's and it's so fucking craven. It's so disgusting because they Genesis is awful like they are scum Just like the rest of them, but the Winklevosses are particularly scummy because those motherfuckers they are going around acting like they were swindled. Guess what? The stories were coming out about Genesis and Three Hours Captain like July. That was the time to go, Oi, oh, hey, Barry, give me my $900 million back. Not give me some evidence. That is just, I'm what Like you need to act when you're dealing with people's money. You need to act with alarm when something like this happens. If you don't have a substantive belief that someone is playing with a full deck, Unless, of course, they knew, unless they knew, unless they knew at which point they were just like, we'll string this shit out. But guess what? They're going to get in trouble. And in fact, the SEC lawsuit, I believe, specifically says that they will they will pull the money from Gemini. They will make Gemini pay everyone back, which I hope. Now, I've read some stuff online that suggests there might be like six hundred million dollars still that could be earmarked from the bankruptcy to go to Gemini earn people. But to be clear. 600 million is not the same amount as 900 million. This is a problem. Genesis had a great deal. They didn't realize that money is not the same. One is not the same number as two. And then much larger numbers with million or 100 million after them. Right. So we're now in this situation where Genesis has gone bankrupt. And grayscale over here. Nothing's really happening yet, but it will. And so... Digital Currency Group, which, again, owns Coindesk, Genesis, Grayscale, and two other companies I cannot remember. I don't know what they do. I love holding companies that just own everything. Now we are sitting here waiting, because now Genesis has gone bankrupt. Well, they're filing for bankruptcy. We are going to see some things shake out from this story, and I would not be surprised if they accidentally leak some emails that are like the Winklevoss is going, Hey, Hey, do you have the money? And them going, no, and the Winklevoss is going, that's ah, fine. That's something like that. There's going to be some thing that happens. There's also a massive class action suit going against the Winklevoss, but not per, when I say the Winklevoss, I really mean Gemini. They're not getting personally sued. They deserve to be, they deserve to be in jail. But yes, I agree how, but they <laughs> categories. <agrees>, yeah. <laughs> yeah and the cat, thank you. Personally wouldn't have used those words, but, it's just we are now in this situation where we also don't know who the rest of Genesis's creditors are, because I sheet you not. I need to check I'm going to type live. Well, uh, oh, that creditors. company you mentioned
1: yeah. before, whose name you couldn't remember, uh, a Dutch cryptocurrency exchange Bitvavo uh says yeah, that Bravo, uh, right? they are owed up to $300 million by Genesis. I mean, first of oh, all, yes, I just want to yes, say yes, it's incredible that, like, that it. much money is flowing around to, like, companies that I've never even
0: <laughs> heard of. I've What's been. great as well is they actually – BitLavo, I believe, got an offer from Genesis where they were like, can we just give you some of the money and you leave us alone? And BitLavo went, no. Why would we do it? What's in it for us? And Genesis was like, oh, fine. Fuck you
1: then. Right.
0: Yeah, I'm assuming, I'm
1: assuming BitVavo has uh, customers that they owe money to as well. I don't know shit. Who are these fucking companies? Right. I mean, who? BitVavo? It's like, oh my God. It's just. Oh,
0: and also another detail, by the way Gemini Earn terminated January 11th. Months of this shit going on. They were like, uh, now it's done for sure. Like,. Uh, but now an important other detail. So Genesis, own they owe at least $3.6 billion to 50 different creditors, investment firms, hedge funds, at least one consumer-facing DeFi app. Now, it does not seem to suggest who that might be. I'm looking at the article now. But let me put it like this. Some more weird shit's going to come out of this because at DCG, DCG, we don't know what their situation is, but they owed money to Genesis and Genesis owed money to them. And also, I have no idea, other than the Grayscale Bitcoin Trust, how uh, DCG makes money because they ain't making money on Genesis. In fact, they're losing it. And they may make money on Coindesk, but Coindesk, I think, saw the other day that it would be 20 to 30 million they might get for that. It's just okay. And by the way, the mobile. That's actually pretty. had the money this is gonna oh my god i hate this shit so much i'm just right. gonna say this donuts <laughs> a mobile defi app offered investors up to six percent on their savings was revealed as the fifth largest creditor with a debt of roughly 78 million dollars what is this app who are these people how did they get a hundred million like con- coincident capital what who is that who are these people who are these people who just got like Moon Alpha Financial Services. Oh, sorry. That's Babel Finance, who I had also not heard of until Three Arrows happened. (laughs) I feel a little bit crazy
1: because it's just – there's so many companies that just got obscene amounts of money. I mean, I'm just going to start then, a, at this point. I'm just going to start a crypto company and just say, yeah, I got tons of it. I got, I got ton, trust me, I got tons of users. Can I borrow three hundred yeah, million? Mate, yeah, I'm, sure.
0: Yeah, I need a credit line of eighty million dollars. Yeah, it's a personal <laughs> bank account. We'll explain that later, but send the money first. It's and incredible. by the way, Genesis filed for bankruptcy and they have a hundred and fifty million dollars in the bank. That may seem like a lot of money until you find out they own oh three point six billion and also. I refuse to believe they don't owe more. Like there's so much dog shit to come in this story because Genesis was the lender of choice for crypto. They were the lender. You went to Genesis. If you had a certain amount of money, you went to or through Genesis. This is so significant. And it's also, I believe all of this is going to, this is not the end crypto but this is going to stop as much money going into crypto because you think anyone's going to lend a large amount of money to crypto people ever again no they'll invest i think because people are stupid but i just like apparently within the ecosystem of crypto was just this insane loan scam because it's a scam like there was never enough money to fulfill any of these loans because the moment more than two people were like hey can i have my money back the entire thing collapsed just and people are saying, oh, the SEC didn't act fast enough. And it's like, government's slow. I don't know what to tell you, mate. Like, it's just I wish they were faster too, but at least they're doing this. And also Gemini is going to lose, and it's going to be really funny. They're also going to sue Genesis, and what are they going to take? The $13 left, right. several envelopes and some Aeron shares. What, what do you think you're going to get?
1: I mean I think I think even before that even like when you when you consider like what you just said about you know just a few people want to pull their money out and, and they won't be able to do that um I'm thinking just the idea of like where do you think this ungodly godly high out of the ordinary yield comes from like you have to like put two and two together like where are they making this money to pay you 8% or whatever it was well, also them themselves making out with money too because that's of course their job yeah. to make money for themselves and then they give you whatever percent leftover that they think is enough to make you give them the money. Like it's enough for to make it worthwhile for you. I mean, it's just... It, al- the, alarm the be going one, off.
0: The number one thing you should ask with any deal is how you are making money. And if someone tries to hide how they're making money, they're probably scamming you. If someone's not... Upfront with where their profit lies, you need to ask them. And if they are not upfront, but taking a step back, I know it's easy, and I've done this to like make fun of people who are dumb enough, dumb enough to fall for Voyager or Celsius or Gemini Urn. or uh, what's the other one, BlockFi. But at the same time, look, most people do not walk around being like, Hey, everyone could scam me. Everyone could scam me. Everything can be a scam. Most people did not grow up to be told, yeah, they will just sometimes take your money and leave. Or, yeah, that's an unrealistic return. That's a very sophisticated way of looking at things that I think most people take for granted. Now, if you've had your head in the sewer like this, of course you're going to look that way. But I think it's important to remember the people who are the victims here are people who were desperate. Where the fuck else are they going to put their money and get this kind of return? People who have not been able to beat the market, who have not been able to invest in property, have not been able to make money in any of the traditional channels. And they thought, you know what? This is 8%. I can believe that. That's a big but realistic. That's only a year. I'm not being promised the world here. Though you are. And so that's... I. Think the Winklevosses are criminals. I believe they should be in jail. I don't know precisely for the crime yet, but I'll get there. I'm a crank. But <laughs> in all seriousness, like they use the same tricks that Sam Bankman Freed, Celsius Voyager, just like Alex Mashinsky. I forget which one he's the CEO. They're all scam. Block 5, same deal. Yeah. They're just liars. They're lying liars. If you go on the Gemini Earn page, it did say we invest with Genesis. We do not back any of this money this is not an account pages and pages after saying 8% and describing how safe it was that's the thing it was never safe it wasn't safe if I told you I can get you 8% on on your money and the way I make that money is doing um margin calls on stocks. So basically loans to buy tens of thousands of stocks. Would you, would that sound like a stable investment? Because that's what this was. This was not them putting it against, I don't know, treasury bills, whatever noxious way billionaires make money. No, this was just they gambled it. They took it and they put it gave it to a company that loans money to people, to like companies called like Donut. Yeah. I'm glad that Genesis is taking my money that I was getting my return on and investing it in donor or Bitvarvo, or I don't know. Maybe Bitvavo's big in Europe. I don't know. There's too many of these fucking companies. What is the business?
1: Right. This is where I, you know, I I really don't understand. Like you hear about all these random exchanges all the time where they're throwing around millions, tens of millions, yeah, hundreds of so millions much of dollars, money. like. It's like, are, like where? Who is using this? There's first of all, not that many lending people. To you? Yeah. Why is this a safe harbor for money? Right. It's just so like like, like you know right, you hear about these random tech comp. You hear about all these random tech companies all the time, and that's insane in and of itself. But then you Bit get far, even. Though, like... by
0: the way, just to be clear, is the 49th largest exchange by volume. They are behind. Bitso, Indo-X, PexPay, DexTrade, Bitconomy Exchange, BitMEX, Femex, BitTrue, BingX, CoinsBit, WhiteBit, Coin, uh, sorry, uh, Coin1,
1: WhiteBit, Bittrex, P2B. Who are these people? Right. Sadly, I've they? heard of, I think, like two or three of the ones you named. But I've heard yes. of
0: like, three of those, and there were at least <laughs> ten. Like I'm sorry, what the fuck is Hotcoin right. Global? That sounds like something that would be named in a class action suit.
1: Right. It, it sounds like it sounds like the like the professional name for a Ponzi scheme, quite honestly. Yeah, yeah. It sounds like
0: <laughs> exactly it'd be named in like an SEC judgment.
1: Right. Like, it, like that's oh like those like weird like MLM company names that you yeah. see like on like the penny stock forums or whatever. <laughs> it's like
0: the Krasenstein's former business. Yeah, and they're in crypto now. Hell yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. For people who (gasps) don't know, the Krasensteins, we got to do, I got to do an episode on the Krasensteins being that they are deep. In in short, Twitter uh, anti-Trump Robert Mueller loving liberals who got suspended from Twitter after gaining this big following for being these online liberals for like running hundreds of spam accounts or something like that. Who then ended up uh, going into crypto, obviously. It just (laughs) makes sense, right? I mean... (laughs) Honestly, that's like
0: only half as stupid as half the other shit going on. But, (laughs) okay. So here's a few different ways this could go. The most likely one is, I think DCG, which owns Genesis, not Gemini. Gemini's a different company. Owns Genesis, Coindesk, Grayscale. I think DCG goes into bankruptcy, which throws Grayscale into chaos, I don't think now there is a chaos scenario though. I think what would then happen would be that they would just either sell the trust. They would take it to another company to run. There are several other companies who are like, Hey, can we run this? We'd love the money. Like just every one of the letters that says that they could take over from DCG is basically, look, we're really good at business and we love money. Can we do this? Also we'll let people redeem their Bitcoin to be clear. And this is the thing I've been saving. Grayscale Bitcoin Trust has over 600,000 Bitcoin. They have several million Ethereum. If Grayscale even smells slightly like they will sell that Bitcoin, the market is going to shit its fucking pants because that's so much money. And that, by the way, is why they've been trying to load the trust up because they get 2% of that. The most likely one is that everything just kind of winds down and crumbles. But again, we don't know if DCG was doing the thing I described that I don't want to describe again with Three Hours Capital and Genesis. If they were like colluding with a company they owned to manipulate a stock for personal gain, I ain't no lawyer, but that sounds illegal. That sounds like some kind of grand fraud situation. And the fact that Winklevoss has accused them in a lawyer very clearly lawyer edited letter makes me think that may be true. Someone's going to jail. Someone is going to prison for this and it isn't the Winklevoss as much. They deserve it. Someone related to that situation will become the fall That will be very silver, even though he deserves it. But now we're sitting in this situation where taking a step back from all of it. There are 50 different companies called different names that sound entirely made up, owed money by Genesis. But specifically, Genesis going is kind of like JP Morgan no longer offering loans. This is a major loan company. This is how hedge funds and crypto worked. Sure, you could get invested by VCs, but this was how they really got their money, real or imagined. So now you have this. Ma- this is a liquidity problem, but it's bullshit liquidity. Loans are bullshit liquidity in crypto. They are not. It's so obvious based on everything that's happened here, that there were hundreds of millions, if not billions of dollars of loans in the crypto ecosystem backed on nothing. They were backed on no substantive capital. They were never real. They could never be cashed out and everything that fell down was a result of that. And of course, some other shite happened where the three arrows capital guy who is still on Twitter. is just like, Hey guys, just hanging out. Oh yeah, I did all those crimes, but I'm not guilty anyway. He has just been posting insane shit about DCG, saying they're just frauds, just accusing them of fraud and saying it's all a scam. On one hand, he is a noted international criminal and any kind of distraction is good, but also. Backs against the wall, he genuinely may just be burning the world down. And then he'll post a bunch of stuff about like brain stuff on Twitter, like abundance or whatever. He fucking sucks. I hate these fucking people. God, why is everyone in crypto so goddamn boring? Why are they all the same kind of guy? These fucking brain masters idiots. None of them have any cultural interest. They just want more money. And then they just want to tell everyone how they're smart. Fucking just
1: annoying people. That's why they were attracted by the allure of crypto. I mean, it just is this whole Yeah, a noxious,
0: empty, hollow shell just like them.
1: Right. Well, I, I want to go back to this actually before we 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 keep going and and leave this even further oh, behind. But yeah. the fact that CoinDesk is only worth fifteen to twenty million dollars—that's I, I, I know I, I saw think that too. It be worth more, yeah, I saw that too, and I was like, that's really low for what is basically the premier news media organization in. The industry that apparently just throws around billions of dollars like it's nothing. Well, that's baz- because... It's, well, I mean, I know the money's not be. there, right. But it's still amazing. To, like, you think they would just at least sort of, I don't know, uh, uh, pretend they were worth more?
0: <laughs> I don't know. It's not that. I think that that's just all they can get because... Kind of the problem with the media and crypto in the last year was you saw several major major media outlets get completely and utterly fucking schooled. Kevin Russo in the New York Times, embarrassing, just embarrassing and offensive. The latecomers guide to go to crypto. It's incredible. I've never, w- other than looking in the mirror, I don't watch someone be wrong that often, and it's really incredible there. Then you've got oh let's see, CNBC who spent hours, hundreds of that man hours. Doing stuff like, this artist made $325,000 selling NFTs of their butthole. Right, Let's see how yeah. they did it.
1: It's so or annoying. Like, it, was every, insider, it was like multiple I write a day.
0: For. They've done some, I, I love them, but good Lord, you cannot write about World of Woman. Jesus fucking Christ. Fast Company's actually done a good job. They had a big cover story. I think it was cover story on uh, Board ape Yacht Club. And it was deeply, deeply suspicious of everything they did. It was perfectly done, but most media outlets got caught with their pants down because mm-hmm. number go up. Oh, it's on the stadium. Oh, it's this, it couldn't be bullshit. And to be fair, like bit for Next was one of the few, but Stephen Deal as well, David Gerrard. These are people who are, have followings, but they weren't like major media entities. They were the only ones really calling it. You too as well. And it's like, I wasn't, I was kind of calling it bullshit, but like no one saw this level of scam because I mean, Gemini has said on Gemini Earn since the beginning, Genesis, 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 this is a loan. No one looked, myself included. Someone should have. I should have. So you have Coindesk, which has been doing this great work. They also didn't, by the way, but they may have mentioned it in the article. But Coindesk has also, at a time of massive crypto panic, has staffed up and built up so well, it's fucking offensive they'll only get 20 to 30 million. Right. But it's also, I believe most media outlets feel jilted. I think they feel embarrassed and they don't want to invest in it in that way and now the people talking about buying it are like crypto exchange owners it's such a bad situation it's so i wish and i know it can never happen i wish there's a defector style situation that could happen with coindesk that would be the best solution because ironic this is actually one of the few situations where i think like a decentralized thing would be great just because whoever owns this is gonna have some sort, but then again, I guess DCG owns it, and they did certainly didn't stop Coindesk, the company that broke crypto, because they got the balance sheet of FTX. It is kind of funny, but I thought they were going to get like $100 million. But maybe it's all the media companies losing money. Maybe Coindesk doesn't make that much money. We don't know. Like even though they have the conference, yeah, like it's to... very strange.
1: Yeah, if you think about it, though, I guess it starts to make sense when you consider how you know they've been they've been doing very good in depth, like actual, like real, uh, critical reporting of these companies. When traditionally, if you think of like uh, these fake crypto news companies that really just like PR outlets, I mean, who, who's going to invest in advertising on CoinDesk? Uh, it's crypto companies and if Coindesk is going at all of them because they're all just a bunch of hot air bullshit who's gonna, who's gonna be the advertisers so it, it starts to sort of I guess make sense when you think of that like if maybe they were one of those other crypto outlets that are really like I mentioned just PR firms then maybe they would be worth more because those companies would just pay them to write glowing pieces or something.
0: I will say this here's a story on Coindesk that I will say what? Genesis crypto trading arm is moving money around a sign of normalcy amid siblings bankruptcy. There's
1: there's hit or miss on there. Yes. Okay. Yes. Great. What does that fucking mean?
0: My leg works, but I've been shot. Like, come on, mate. What's that? I, Who gives a shit? Stop when, trying to when, reassure the market. That's not your job. When was that from? Because I'll say this. That was from three days ago. Oh, oh well, sorry. fuck Two me.
1: Ago, I mean, 3.30 p.m. <laughs> I'll say this: like I used to throw CoinDesk in that basket of "oh, all crypto news outlets are PR firms," but then they actually, and particular reporters for them, too, uh, regularly were doing really good work, and so I started to go, maybe I need to reassess CoinDesk, and then they sort of. I
0: need to amend a previous statement based on what's on CoinDesk. Sorry, it says Genesis claims 5.1 billion in liabilities in first day of bankruptcy filing. Which is, by the way, technical term, really good. That's mm-hmm. really good news. You should be happy. That sounds great. Uh, no one's getting the money. If if you get half the money on Gemini and i back, I'll be very sure. Yeah,
1: I don't think uh... – also, you have to consider too like uh, who's going to be there. They always say our customers first, but when it comes down to it, yeah, who's going to be at the front of the line to get whatever money they can uh, pull out of their ass, you know? It's, 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 it's going to be the – who Who are the people that uh, Winklevoss mentioned in that letter? The single mother trying to – yeah, the, yeah. the
0: That mother – also, you guys are worth billions of dollars. If that single mom contacted you, you could pull $5 million from your fucking couch cushions and not see it ever again. You spent that money on riverboats this week.
1: Also, yeah, but also when we talk about like the money that have ruined these people's lives – like, yeah, they're the crypto assholes who throw in millions and millions of dollars, but like that that filler, if she even exists, single mom, the money that ruined her life we're talking about, is pro- we're probably talking about a couple thousand bucks, honestly. Like they but could,
0: yeah. That, yeah, it's nothing to them. But here's a really important thing to add as well with that, is it's really easy to think the only people who would have invested in Gemini Earn, I kind of mentioned this earlier, are like crypto freaks. But remember this time last year, so no, sorry, like 2021 then we'll say, which when Ernst died, you had crypto on the TV. The only news about crypto was how money go up. Everything was CNBC, and they should be fucking ashamed of themselves. Would put out like articles every day saying if you'd invested one thousand Ethereum into this, and I know one of the people who wrote those articles. I'm sorry, mate, but if you invested a thousand dollars a month ago, you would have made this much. So real people were like, shit, I should put my retirement into this. How was this, if you really think about what the average person knows about money, how was this really markedly different or less contrived than setting up an IRA? Like really, how it wasn't. So yeah, there probably is a regular person or 1,000 or 340,000 creditors, I should say, who was like, yeah, this is just another way to make money and I'm smart for doing this. I don't know if you remember back during the, I think it was the Celsius bankruptcy, Molly white was posting. and I didn't did, did a, a newsletter on this as well. These statements from people who'd lost money. Yes. I think it might've been Voyager. I are they're, they're the same bullshit, but, and it would be people being like, I put a hundred thousand of my retirement money in there and I lost everything. Um, I'm losing sleep because I have a family member who's sick. I, there was a person in one of the Gemini Earn stories. who was like, I don't, I every day, I have to lie to my mother, saying her savings are in the savings. We have a family friend who's sick, and my mother keeps saying use the money, and I keep making up an excuse about getting insurance. I have very dark thoughts. That's that's what that's the majority of these people. These aren't people who are like, yeah, I'm I'm Bitcoin, I'm just gonna. No, these are people who got fucking conned, right. and this is why the Winklevosses should be ashamed of themselves. Right? They are fucking eyes. They misled people, otherwise known as scamming into making a stupid investment that they dressed up like a real investment. And now they're acting as if they're wounded parties. They should be in prison.
1: You know, I think, too, this factor shouldn't be underestimated either. If we want to even go, like, another degree away as to how someone would get involved in these companies without knowing much, if anything, about crypto, all you need to do do is is trick someone's Son, daughter, grandson, granddaughter, niece, nephew into this shit. And then they're going around to their family members saying, oh, my God, I'm going to help my family. We're all going to get out of this. We're all going to get mixed up. Yeah. Uh, You know, aunt, uncle, grandpa, come over here. Put your money in this. Trust me. Give it to me. I'll do it. Right. I wonder how many like. Real, fem, familial relationships are in tatters because of some of this stuff, honestly. Probably quite
0: a few. And it's also important to really think because, again, no one, myself included, really sat down and looked and said, what is Genesis? But also, if you go, if you went on on the Gemini Am page, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pull up my own newsletter because I wrote this down. The language that they used to describe Genesis was very legitimate sound. Let's see. God damn, I hate this crap so much. So, so if you look You
1: you think, you think like at some point, uh, the stories would, would, would get a little bit, like they are a little bit different, I guess. But you think at some point, there would be some, some more variation, but it really is like, the same template, almost every time. And it's like, what is going on here? Like, how is this continuing? And it's going to continue because there's st- it's still being done. Like anyone who thinks, like, oh, these are companies that's all just catching up, and then there's going to yeah, be a cutoff. No, no, it's not.
0: This is vestigial. This early industry shit. No, this is no. With, with like ten years in. All right, yeah. I want to read some of the language from the Gemini own page before it was archived. <clears throat> Gemini is partnering with accredited third-party borrowers, including Genesis, who are vetted through a risk management framework which reviews our partner's collateralization management process. Additionally, on a periodic basis, we will conduct an analysis of our partner's cash flow, balance sheet, and financial statements to ensure the appropriate risk ratios and healthy financial condition of our partners. That sounds like some sheet you'd read on Bank of America. If I did not know better, I would say, sure, that sounds very legitimate. And who the fuck knew about, it? I still don't know what Genesis is like it. So, however, I do have the archive.org from April 19th, 2021. It said the all in one solution for your digital asset needs. This looks legit. This looks like a real company. You got a story from Fortune, CoinDesk, Forbes. You got, you have a thing about being an accredited investor. You got all of this shit. It looks very legit. And how else are people meant to know? This is why when this, I I hate to say this, this is why you have a government. Governments are not meant to let the SEC was slow. The SEC should have come down on these companies. But at the same time, Gemini just misled people. They wrote this to seem more legitimate than it was so that they could make money. And there's no other way to look at it. They were not hoodwinked, they were lazy. At very at the nicest I can be to them, they were lazy, greedy cretins, and they're fucking assholes for doing this. Like, even if it was twenty million dollars, two million dollars, this is real people. This isn't like a crypto, bro. This is truly the mother. Let's read some of this bullshit. Let's see what they they wrote down here. It it was like the single mother. I'm not going to read them. They're fucking liars. They're liars. There's probably no single mother. But there is, but they're not talking to them. If they were, they would just... They don't give a shit. They don't fucking care. They're obscenely rich. They're past the point where they've had to consider a bill in some time. They don't have to look at any check they're signing. They just... It's just boats.com and whatever restaurant's nearest for them. And... What sucks is I really think, unless people are very fucking aware of these people, these assholes will get away with it. They should be they, like, this is proof on a larger scale that the tech industry does not give a shit. Yeah. Because if the tech industry gave a shit, Aaron Levy of Box, um, Satya Nadella of Microsoft, all these people, and I know you'll say, hey, what's it? as business. This is the tech industry. You should be saying these guys fucking suck. You should. This is the time. But no, no one wants to be the bad guy. It's just, it makes me so angry because it was all so avoidable. Did the Winklevosses in Gemini really need more money that badly? Do they really give that less of a shit? Of course they don't. Because the the off chance that they could make a few more hundred million dollars at some point. Oh, oh, as poor motherfuckers. God damn, I hope they're left penniless. They won't be. They'll Probably. still be unfathomably rich, even even Sam Bankman-Fried. I'm worried that that little shithead is going to get a second run because you have got fucking Puck kissing his ass and being like, "Oh, let me come into your house, sir. Let's talk about stuff." Oh, Wait, who? who me. Who,
1: what I missed it. What's Puck. going on here? Puck. Oh, Puck! Oh, the news outlet. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They were well, the and news outlet. Me. Yeah,
0: news outlet. Yeah, yeah. They do <laughs> really good writing for what they do, but. Like, you got fucking um, him writing substacks. Why why is this little shit allowed on the computer? Send him to bed. He's living with his parents. Turn off the router. Don't give him a phone. (laughs) Why does he get a phone? You you lost billions of dollars. You should be a typewriter guy. Leave him with a little notebook. But no, I bet Michael Lewis is going to be there. Michael Lewis living and is sleeping next to him in a big bed. Tell me about your dreams, Sam. These are little shit. They're all fucking. I'm I'm so disgusted with these people. I hope that comes across because I'm just so disgusted. And I'm disgusted that a lot of the major media, and I know that media can't operate on opinion like I do. And I get that I have the freedom to do that. But you know what? It would be lovely if one of these major media outlets, with except uh, with an exception of Matt Levine, Bloomberg, and I would also say Bloomberg's got a few other people. that Bloomberg, our mates Max, there's a bloke at Bloomberg who just put out a piece called it was something along the lines of like the jet, the Winklevoss brothers are the the yet another crypto pair who don't want any responsibility. Like it was a great piece. It's like awesome, fucking say it. But so many people. Are like really missing these huge frauds, these huge frauds with massive body counts, and people are just like, what did it do? If a if a bank did this, it would be news everywhere. Right. I just, it's just disgusting. I mean, the tech industry should be shitting down the throat of the wing. Of, they should be calling them every day for interviews, knowing they'll never get them, but just letting them know they're knocking on the door. But they're not. They're not they're like, everyone needs to shake these people because guess what? The media was partially responsible of le- for legitimizing the, it. And it's so gross, they should be apologizing. I, I Imagine think... if CNBC had an entire section called gambling and there was a whole bit called how okay. to beat the craps odds. Would you think that they are acting ethically? No, It's this is actually worse. The odds of craps are published on the table. You li- they literally put them on that.
1: Yeah. I, I, I personally...
0: Sorry, I'm stop ranting. No,
1: no, please. I, I personally... You brought, up, you brought up, like, you know, the uh, news media's role and how they can't get into opinion, like, you know, uh, we're talking here. But, I mean, you know, I, I, I think that's a cop-out all the time. Like, yeah, they can't talk about it with the same color commentary that we do on this show, but... When facts lead you somewhere, you owe it to your audience to spell it out for them. That's still reporting. That's not opinion. Like, or you
0: don't you don't report on something if you don't know it's safe.
1: Yeah. Like and I, if you, I, don't, I, if you I pass don't check, you're the in time. the wrong. Yeah. I pass on shit all the time.
0: I pass on clients all the time because they can't tell me how they make money. They can't yeah. tell me. There were many crypto. I did. I could have probably got quite wealthy on the crypto clients I was talking to in like what 2017 right. and then again in 2021 now way less than 2021 because i would written quite a few articles that were basically like fuck you crypto people <laughs> I you get hit by a big truck you know a truck from hope the Dual truck hits you again and again and again somewhat self-selecting that but even then there would be people who come to me with these things they would be like what does that do what are you talking about man that's not a business shit that's barely a company that's barely like a registered entity. In fact, did you register this? Is this just straight up? And then usually the conversation has ended and it's like, it's also craven. And what I don't understand, well, obviously I don't think news media is like colluding with each other to do anything. That's crazy talk. But I also think there is one outlet I will give a lot of respect to. There's two Bloomberg. I've already mentioned they have really, they've, done this very well they had a few i think every outlet had a mistake or two they covered a shitty thing bloomberg has been extremely thorough and actually i believe um nick baker at CoinDesk, a mate of mine and he's uh he was hired from bloomberg he's excellent CoinDesk having someone like that should show you how good CoinDesk is actually their team's excellent like, i will go on and on about how good they are now but also financial times FT, when you add other outlets getting in the Twitter space with Elon Musk why? he went, yes, uh, this is not epic bacon. This FTX thing is not epic bacon at all. Uh, uh, uh. They were digging through the weird white hat and black hat hacking that was happening. The FTX story is insane. Financial Times, they got the full balance sheet and they published it. Their reporting has been goddamn amazing. They really saw the FTX moment and went, oh, shit. This is made level. And they bam, bam, bam. Genesis, they were on top of. They've been on top of everything. A lot of people were a little late on Genesis, though. I don't know why. Why was I writing about it in November? And, like, very few like people were, like, kind of covering it, but they weren't being like, hey, this this might be the apocalypse. I am not a source journalist. Right.
1: I'm not. Yeah. I just read the f- shit. Yeah, I think. Out. It's just right there. Like, I think. So- with crypto, with crypto, I'll say this: I think because there's so much going on at any given time, I think it is the perfect opportunity for people like you. You know, you have Mike Burgersberg out there who's constantly hitting oh, stuff. I mean, I think it's yeah. I, I think you know David Gerard, Amy Castor. It's like I, I just think and Molly as well, Molly Molly's, White, of Molly course, White.
0: right, right, and Francis Coppola, yeah, all the all the, all I, the OGs, I, Stephen Deal. Yeah, so I, I think we, I've named we, all the no, people we, I know. No. we
1: could go on. No, we could go on. Yeah. I mean, I think it's just the fact is that this is a rare area um, where people like you and them just know it better than the general reporter, like the like general reporters out there. Like, are there reporters who know what they're covering? Sure, but generally speaking, I think this is just one of those off-beat so if, areas. If, I think as well, it is weird. And I think some of it also comes from the
0: fact that usually these reporters are covering more than one thing and it's not their fault. And also there are many that have done really brilliant jobs on this, like really. But I also think there's a problem where explaining, like, look at this podcast. We had to sit there, two guys who know what we're talking about, who talk about this a lot. Had to be like, all right, so you got this guy and then this guy and then this other guy. He was borrowing money from this guy. It's really annoying. And then you have to take that and go, okay, this is insane. What's it mean? And I think it's very easy for all sorts of people, journalists, bloggers, whatever, to get trapped in this thing where all you ever say is crypto bad. Because yes, of course. But if you're all you're saying is crypto bad, not good. It's just a big casino. It's a big casino. Oh, it's just full of scammers. Sure, we know. And the people who know already are going to clap and the people who don't know and don't believe you are not going to believe you. So you have to find a way to frame this and explain the scale, but also the stakes, but also what it could mean. And I think that last part is where a lot of traditional media outlets have a problem because that is opinion. It is opinion couched. In fact, it is making a call but it is not something that a lot of media outlets accept. You can do it, um, you can do it in some outlets. Like, I'm trying to find the best way of putting this. There are, like, Coindesk has some excellent opinion writers. Daniel Kuhl, I believe, and, and, uh, who is it? Mr. Morris, I believe, over there. I'm trying to remember his first name, lovely fella. David C. Morris, fantastic writer. David, you're going to see this. Get mad at me. We had drinks. I'm so sorry. It's been a long day. But <laughs> you've got guys like that who make calls. David actually wrote a really fantastic piece called FTX Was a Crime, and he went through it, like, fucking beautifully. Most media outlets do not give enough space to that, because you and Matt Levine at Bloomberg is a good example of someone who does. You need to have a degree of there's this, there's this, there's this. Now that you understand that, I believe this might happen. Traditional... Media cannot do that so well because if you're wrong, it's deeply embarrassing unless it's your side hobby you do while you run a PR firm. And the problem is also sometimes people just don't fucking listen. They just don't. They don't take it seriously. Like I said, this Genesis story was in November and just it could have been nothing. It could just be another crypto company that goes under. It's not that big a deal. Now, if you dug a bit, you could see, but I could see why people might dismiss the story entirely. Mike Bergersberg in particular has done a really good job with this where He's just a very diligent reporter. He just did a big story about Signet, which is Signature Bank's internal blockchain and all of the companies connected to it, including Binance and actually FTX and Genesis and a bunch of others. I was talking to him about it. I said, but what does it all mean? And he said, that's the thing we don't know yet.
1: <laughs>
0: and until you know, or have a very clear picture. Mike has a huge audience and he deserves it. So he has that But for like someone like me, I wouldn't go into the signet stuff because I don't know where it's going yet. And until you know, really where it's going well, Genesis Genesis, I made the call that this is bad and Gemini earned. No one's going to get the money out, but that's about as far as I could go. FTX, I successfully called that Sam had a bunch of loans, but I couldn't have sat there and gone and also nothing else. He has no real. Money. Actually, I did say Sam Bankman-Fried had no real money. I also said that Gemini was going to go under on a previous podcast. I just remembered that as well. It's from the oh, voice this podcast.
1: On. Yes, yes. It was. Oh, I went well, through it the transcript. Another episode. Oh, you went through them. All right. All right. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm a psycho.
0: But what I'm com- coming around to is covering crypto. I truly believe is one of the first times where you have to have some opinion journalism. You have to have the ability to step out and go. This is what I, as a person, see coming. And by not doing so, you either have to do that or you have to not cover it. Or you have to cover it completely objectively, which is what many outlets have done. It's fine. You just go, Genesis is filed for bankruptcy. It's totally fine. You are reporting the news. Right. But if you are going to substantively cover this industry and you do not have an opinion-focused person, you are up shit creek. If you really hope to cover crypto. And the problem is when you have opinion-focused, thanks to people like Kevin Roose and Tara Swisher and their ilk, if you don't like crypto, you're a crypto skeptic, it doesn't understand. You just do, you just do not optimistic, you just a, a grumpy guss. And if you're a crypto fanatic, you're hopeful and for the future. The media really did create this insane juxtaposition of if you don't like crypto, you're bad because number go up. If you do like crypto, you're seeing the future. If you're one of those people, just go fuck yourself. You lost Listen, people people who push that around are guilty too.
1: I know exactly what you're talking about because I was on the end of that with it came when it came to the New York Times. I was on the end of I I did that helium oh, yeah. story. Yes, and they update I did a heel, uh, for people who don't recall, I wrote a story about helium and I found out that they've been uh straight up lying about what uh, one of the companies, well, not even one of the companies, their main client their main client never actually even used them in a in a commercial setting or at all really besides a single day or two of testing out on one single uh, product. Um, and this was uh, something that the New York Times, a company the New York Times profiled, Helium, and they mentioned that company being their client when it wasn't true. And they had to go back and correct themselves but they did it in such an underhanded smarmy way basically like poo-pooing what i did as like uh, some crypto skeptic started digging yeah no really though some nasty goblin that's how it reads if you look at it and this and
0: also they didn't publish a single thing of liran shapira's thread he did none of where he found out that where helium they made like 800 bucks like they made like no money and they had hundreds of millions of dollars of investment and nobody running Helium. – Helium lets you run a node that generates crypto through some sort of broken system. I, I don't really – And it was
1: his – like a lot of this stuff intertwines and connects too. Like I was speaking to him for an episode of Scam Economy when while doing my own research, I ran into the fact that Helium was always saying this scooter company uses us. And lime. I thought it was weird. Was it, it was Lime, yeah. And I thought it was weird that you never saw the press release from Lime's side. So I reached out to Lime and they were like, yeah, they've been saying this for years and we've been trying to get them to stop and we have no idea why they keep doing it. Like if it wasn't for the the uh, that Twitter thread, that then I wouldn't have been digging into that for this podcast and then I wouldn't have uncovered that report. Like the same with the Mike Burgersburg stuff. Like that's also why I think – So like you were saying, so many, uh, so much mainstream media is missing uh, the boat here on crypto because, yeah, a lot of the times maybe a single discovery isn't the end game here, like isn't the, the big reveal. But it sets someone up to go down a rabbit hole that maybe they wouldn't have seen without that discovery. And then that rabbit hole uncovers the big picture. And that's the thing. It's also important to really
0: not note something about the New York Times story. It's very obvious Kevin Roos did absolutely no due diligence at all, and the Times should fucking fire him for that
1: that he, story he, he just needed to should, literally
0: reach out no, to the and say no no, they needed to boot <laughs> him out like I'm sorry, I know Kevin decent bloke, but fucking fire like i would be I would want to quit I would go into the goddamn woods. I would be so embarrassed, and that's before the latecomers got to crypto, but he's one of these people who pushed this fucking like cautious optimism thing. Fuck you and your fucking cautious optimism. People lost their goddamn money because of this. This is no longer the crypto has got hurt. This is real fucking people who lost money because they read the New York goddamn Times, CNBC, and these outlets saying that crypto was okay. And I'm not doing a whole, oh it's a legal casino thing. I'm just saying it was obviously kind of fucked up. And at the very least, you need to pump those risks up big time. You need to say, this is so volatile, it will change by thousands of dollars at random. It's some of the trend like most of the traffic that runs bitcoin comes from like china and other countries we have no idea who can you imagine if half your credit card processes were run out of like other countries that america legally couldn't do business with jesus christ and then the cruelest thing that we've been hinting at is that anyone who critiqued it was treated like a weird leper it was so strange it was so i just don't understand it if you were writing critical stories about microsoft or Plaid, like we're going financial services, or Stripe, those will get published, and you won't be like, Stripe skeptic, ah, real anti-Collison oh. guy. No, you wouldn't get this shit at all. You'd just be like, oh, that's how the press works. But I think that the media as a whole was so worried about being wrong that they did not want to be right. They were so scared to say, this looks dodgy because it seemed to be going up and it was on a stadium, and it was on a fucking, it, it, like, I, Tom Brady was part of it. I don't know. And it was, it's so sickening because I haven't watched anything I've ever been in ever. But I bet if you look at the previous scam economies I've been on, I was saying very similar things, and still this shit was coming out. Like, the Times should run a retraction. There should be apologies made. Anyone who invested in Helium should be like, at the goddamn okay maybe not at the door i'm not encouraging anyone to go to an office but it's just insane and they're still calling people skeptics they're still writing crypto skeptics
1: right they're still writing
0: it like uh,
1: what what the what are you talking about are crime reporters criminal skeptics like what the fuck are you talking (laughs) about Right. Yeah. Whenever someone uses that word, I have to correct like to describe me. I have to correct them. I'm like, no, I am. Please. I I mean, I am uh, happy to say I am anti crypto. I know enough about the space. I've seen enough about the space. If you're if you see something come out from me you know what it's going to be about because you know my opinion on the space and I'm not leading you astray. Like, if there's some puff piece on crypto out there, it's not coming from me. That's not my deal. Uh, I don't know how you could write a puff piece about crypto at this point with, without any shame. But, um, I mean... Yeah, just, that
0: was... The, the, that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I thing. mean,
1: yeah. It's just incredible. I Yeah, that word crypto-skeptic, it just... Ugh.
0: It's... It is used to downplay people that were concerned, and I do believe there were some people writing about crypto negatively who went crank-adjacent, and I, do, I don't i do know if it was productive, but you know what? It is not a reason to not take it this seriously, yeah. especially when the history of crypto is full of, like, millions of hundreds of millions of dollars going missing. I have said this for a while, but I believe that there is roughly half a billion dollars of fraud that happened that will never be discussed. Uh, Polygon, Finance, Smart Chain, just rug pulls that you'll never hear about because they were like one to five to ten million dollars of money that's just stolen, never, never pursued, never found, and it never will be. But what's really funny? Did you read about this startup, Frank? So Frank was a company that was bought by J.P. Morgan Chase for 170 million dollars, and it turned out that they've made up the entire. They claim they had five million dollar cost. 5 million customers, not $5 million of customers, 5 million customers, which someone worked out was impossible based on their traffic numbers. Right. And then, then JP Morgan went, okay, we bought you. Can we have that list? And they like paid a guy to generate it.
1: Right. I got to do an it. Yeah.
0: They asked someone internally to do it. And the guy was like, Hey, this seems like a crime. And the woman was like, no, it'll end up in an orange jumpsuit. So it's just fucking just, so funny and she like paid and what's great is all of the crime emails she had on her official frank email which is so good because jp morgan owns that they just went oh here's an email where she emailed a guy saying hey can you come up with this list and then can we check i'll pay you three grand to just not write crime on the invoice and this is all in an email account that Chase, uh, jp morgan owns but the best thing about this other than the entire story is the ron lieber new york times story you should read about it. it's fantastic lieber only old oh, old school financial sense guys he's brilliant and also big time union guy fantastic but the funniest thing is watching all the crypto guys go see see real real finance does this too right we looked oh look oh shoes on the other foot now huh it's like 170 million dollar fraud that's like a fucking tuesday for you assholes
1: Also, though people are people, are, the the whole uh, you know discourse around that fr- that story about about what Frank did, I don't see anyone like defending it, saying no, no, you need some bumps in the road for this. Yeah, world. right. No one's like, like everyone's Why don't you come up with some fraud? Jesus Christ. Yeah, everyone, everyone else like... in doing a good thing. Yeah, all I've seen is like, wow, this company scammed uh jp morgan which for some people that's good and maybe i'm sort of in that boat it's a little funny. Bit, it's bit. it's <laughs> yeah. funny
0: it's so funny it's so good because like it's so funny and it's so funny how dumb the fraud was as well Right. like really just uh it was so good but also the crypto people are legitimately still being like well it happens everywhere folks it's like no it doesn't this doesn't happen often this is actually this one's quite rare. We haven't had a big scam like this since like Theranos probably. Bolt was kind of Bolt was like the one click checkout thing where it, they were like raising at like 12 billion dollars and it came out they had $500 of revenue. Okay, I need to check
1: this. Bolt. No, I remember like, I think they never even like had a product really or something like that. Like no one was yeah. using it, something like that. No, I know exactly. Yeah, and
0: it's it's just so funny as well because you know what? All of this could be avoided if people had just for one second looked once. Yeah. Like the, with the Helium thing, for example, Liron spent a few hours and he found out the whole thing was bugged for years. You went further. You found out that Lime wasn't there. Did you not email info at limebike.com uh, subject, Helium. Yeah. Hey guys. That's literally all
1: I did.
0: <laughs> no, no, you
1: did Oh, okay, that's literally what you did. I because I was preparing I was researching for the episode and I was like, wait a minute. I'm looking and I'm researching, it's just constantly uh, helium going lime 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 and not once did i find lime going yeah helium not once i was like let me reach out and see what the deal with this partnership is just all i did was found their press contact on the website i was like hey can you tell me a little bit about like your work with helium do you still use them and then they got back to me like an hour or two later saying no one has huh? ever asked us this before <laughs> we've begged them to stop using our we don't know why they continue to use us. We've never used them. We've never paid them a dime. Very bizarre. I just could not believe it when it, I got that email back. I was like, holy shit. I was like, really? Like everyone involved in that
0: story at the time should be in trouble. Every single person should have been. I'm serious. I'm sorry. Great jail is in there. Kevin's written great things before. And then he wrote this. Like, I would shut down my fucking newsletter if I did. Like this is, it is shameful. Shameful. You can't even check. Like most of the things I've written about, like Gemini Am, for example, were from going on archive.org and clicking. A lot of the things that Mike Burgersberg has actually kind of just started getting sources. He's very good for a guy who has like a completely different job as well. Like just, I can't complain ever. But a lot of my journalism has just been like reading one click deeper. The Voyager thing, when I said about Sam and Freed, uh, it was because there was a CNBC article that cited the Voyager public filings where Sam bankman fried had reduced his amount of money. He was had in Voyager below the disclosures. I wrote that in my thing. I had a journalist about a week after the FTX thing saying, hey, I was following your work and now I can't find the document that that CNBC article cited. So I had to go into like the Canadian version of PACER, I think, and dig it out. I was doing that. I'm like, all I could think is this isn't my fucking job. Why am I the guy who's doing this? Why Why not the people whose full-time job is this? I'm not saying I'm even particularly good. It's just like, hmm. Reminds me of this bit in the IT crowd where Matt Berry is like, I've never looked in this drawer. Ah, and he pulls out a gun. He's like, my father's service revolver. Just insane. How much, like, it makes me, I can't even think where I'd look next. But it makes me wonder how much shit is already out there that people are just
1: I, I, not I, looking I, I, I think the problem really, st- well, one of the problems, based on what we've been talking about just now at least, is people just sort of have a tendency, oddly, even people who do this for a living, to believe what someone else tells them. Like, I'm yeah. used to tech companies embellishing. Um, so you have to double check these things and say, you know, they say they have this many active users and really. Um, they're counting like people who logged in once in the past six months as an active user. But what I'm seeing in crypto is like we're not – we go usually we're going well beyond embellishing. We're going just yeah. completely numbers pulled out of thin air, completely made-up scenarios. Like the tech stuff is embellishing the fake it till you make it. It's wrong, but it's based in some sort of reality, just worded in a better way crypto yeah. stuff, a lot of times, is just completely just like, no, you don't have the money. It's not there. You're you, no also, the token you printed up does not count. The token also, you printed up, yeah.
0: <laughs> but it's also playing on a weakness of journalism, which is when companies claim they have money, they generally do. It's not in this case, and I'm one of the people who believe that no one would just lie, just completely lie just falsify everything because if you did that in a real company you'd be in a lot of trouble being tremendous legal trouble to start with and then but you can't i don't know it's just i just feel like anyone who writes positively about crypto i'm fine with companies like security or whatever like security and crypto fine i can kind of understand why you write like if there was someone security whatever fuck it but If you're writing about a crypto product, like a web three generative AI thing, which is a thing I saw on TechCrunch the other day, I was like, I'm not clicking this. I'm going to get mad, but also big step back for a second. I want to say something. All right. Why did the media treat Anthony fucking Scaramucci? Like he was normal. There's everyone did this He's running one. He's one of the major banks. Is he Signature or, or the other one? I can't remember. Well, he, he runs his Scaramucci. own firm,
1: Skybridge, Skybridge yeah, Capital. Yeah,
0: Skybridge, which is another one of these banks. But that's the thing. like Everyone's like, ah, yeah, this industry is really good. And one of our paragons of industry,
1: Anthony Scaramucci. What? That should have been your first sign. They're constantly interviewing him, though, for his opinion on what what the future of crypto or Bitcoin looks like. And he's always hyping it up, obviously. Yeah, because he's got investments in it. FTX bought like 30% of the comp- his company. They want to buy it back in the bankruptcy proceedings. No shit. He hopes crypto goes up. <laughs> but also...
0: He's already proven to be a craven huckster. Why is he not one now? Yeah. I mean, I'm tired of George George Santos jokes, but like, is Anthony Scaramucci like fundamentally that different as far as like achieving very little and mostly being full of bullshit? Absolutely not. Oh God,
1: I'm tired. I just,
0: I need to go, I need to go (laughs) lay down.
1: (laughs) Yeah. It's always an absolute pleasure to have you on this show. Hey, thank you for having Uh, me. Where can people, uh, you know, the usual, let people know where they can find you, the links, the handles. Go ahead.
0: Go easy.substack.com, of course. And then at Ed Zitron on Twitter. Single looking to mingle. Hit my DMs up. Always interested <laughs> in a good time. But for real, though, yeah, that's where you find me.
1: PR and companies, you... I hear that if you have a client that's a crypto exchange or a lending company, Ed wants to... Give me a uh... ring. Yeah. <laughs>
0: give me a ring I, I can't I have ethics but I can be paid you to, if I take on a crypto client they pay me $150,000 a month and if you ask why it's like because of that no I I truly do not think and would not accept because god no 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 no, no. Oy, I'm so glad I don't work in crypto so glad
1: uh, you, you, uh, but you,
0: thank you for having me though <laughs>
1: It's always, oh, it's always a pleasure to have you on. These episodes are already always, excuse me, tons of fun. On, I mean, as much fun as we can have talking about uh, people's lives being ruined, but being the ruined other stuff,
0: by the worst humans,
1: yeah, the, yes. the worst human. Talking about the worst human stuff is fun. Everything else yes. depressing. Yes, uh, Ed, have a great night. Thanks a lot.
0: Thank you for having me.
1: And before I get to the usual promo stuff, I just want to say that this now marks the official one-year anniversary of Scam Economy. It was this very week, 365 days ago, that I launched the show with the very first episode with David Gerard, Scam Economy 101. And frankly, I just want to thank everyone for your support, You're listening to the show, you're watching the show on YouTube, the people who tune in to the post show, the callers who call in to talk about whatever they feel like talking about during that post show, the people who subscribe via Patreon, the people who drop super chats in the YouTube lives, the Twitch Prime subscribers the people who've left reviews on Apple Podcasts and Spotify, and just anyone who's subscribed to this show on any podcast platform, even the people who listened to one single episode and never tuned in again, although you should watch more. I really want to thank you all for your support. Uh, It really means a lot. This show has really blown up over this past year. The listenership has gone up tremendously. It regularly ranks on the podcast charts on various podcast platforms. And I look forward to another year of the scams, grifts, and frauds in the scam economy. To support this show, go to patreon.com slash mapbinder where you can become a paying monthly subscriber Your support via Patreon helps give me like a baseline to know what I'm working with in order to help grow this show. And I do intend to do a lot more this year. So your support via Patreon would be greatly appreciated. Be sure to go to youtube.com slash and subscribe to the show there. The video premiere of each episode of this show goes up on YouTube, so definitely check that out if you want to see me and my guests in the flesh. If you tune in to the premiere or to the post show on YouTube, you could also drop super chats, one-time sort of donations to help support the show. If you're more of a Twitch person, the post show also airs on Twitch at twitch.tv slash Matt where you can follow me there. Also, if you're an Amazon Prime subscriber, be sure to connect your Amazon account to your Twitch account. And you get a free Twitch Prime subscription every month with your Amazon Prime subscription. It's free for you. It gets your favorite creator, who you give it to, paid. It's a win-win-win. So definitely make sure you use that every month if you don't already do so. Follow me on Twitter and Mastodon at Matt Binder. Follow this show on Twitter at Scam Economy. Go to ScamEconomy.com for all the links to the podcast version of this show and while you're at your favorite podcast platform like apple podcast or spotify be sure to leave a review it helps push this show up the podcast charts which in turn gets more eyeballs on the show and helps completely new listeners discover it and with all that said i'll see you all next time on the scam economy